When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply lived by the issue of COVID, and now it's transparently rising against them. Oh, yeah. Big Dick Morris there. It's 5.08. Good morning. Trey Ware here, KTSA. We are starting off with rain and traffic and traffic and rain, and we will be all over that for you. That's right. Here in San Antonio, thunderstorms are loud. There's lightning, there's thunder, and there's heavy downpours. Not everywhere, not in every square inch of town, but they're there, particularly on the uh, east side, southeast side, 35 New Braunfels uh, Avenue, all the way east of San Antonio. But really, you're going to find this you know, pretty much in a lot of areas around town and north of us up around New Braunfels and over to the east and southeast of New Braunfels. Go over to Zorn, head down uh, 123 towards Stockdale. They've had their fair share overnight, dropping uh, several inches of rain. And it's going to continue, guys. So get an early start on and take it easy, 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 easy peasy this morning because uh, all those areas that typically hold water, they're holding water now. And there's more to come throughout the morning. In fact, throughout the day, probably off and on. Not a consistent, like, downpour all day. But these storms are just going to rumble through and rumble through and rumble through. So we'll be on top of it. Debbie will be on top of the traffic for you as the day progresses this morning. So we'll know exactly what's going to be going on for you. Just stay close to us. We'll keep you updated on the traffic and the weather. That's going to be the big thing. But get an early start and take it easy this morning. You're probably going to need it for show. 210-599-5555. Diving off into the news this morning. More Texas Border Patrol agents testing positive for COVID-19. Back in January when I said that uh, Joe Biden was opening up the border and it would create the most incredible and the largest super spreader event in world history. I hate it to be a prophet, but it has turned out to be absolutely true. This is the world's largest super spreader event we've ever had, opening up the border and allowing millions of people to stream across the border as they continue to come across day by day by day by the tens of thousands just flowing into the United States and and the frustration down to the south with Border Patrol agents and the folks who are trying to at least hang on to it. Basically, they're just giving up at this point because they're getting no help from Washington the uh the the biden administration says we really don't care and they're not going to do anything else about it so the border is completely wide open at this point our agents are doing the best they can to keep up but they're way way overpowered at this point uh the invasion has definitely uh worked to the degree that they wanted it to work and we have now now millions who have been flowing into uh the united states and many of them bringing COVID with them. Now Border Patrol agents working in the Eagle Pass, Texas Processing Center have tested positive for COVID-19. Over the weekend, the agents were assigned to process migrants who were apprehended in the Del Rio sector just a couple of hours west from San Antonio. In addition, Texas Army National Guard soldiers now are testing positive for COVID-19. The facility rated at 300 migrants there supposed to have 300 migrants. Now they have well over 1,000 that they are watching for, taking care of. Northern Border Patrol agents who came down from the Canada Border Patrol or Border Area, they are now testing positive. They've come from Canada down here to help, and they're now testing positive. Several Border Patrol agents who tested positive for the virus, fully vaccinated individuals. That was the story that we saw develop last week. 
And a Texas Democrat county judge is now inviting Joe Biden himself to come to his county. That's Hidalgo County, and that's the judge, Richard Cortez. He's a Democrat. He voted for Joe Biden, but he says the president just doesn't understand what's happening here. And we need immediate and decisive action in dealing with the ongoing surge of immigration here in the border. And the president himself needs to come visit. If you remember, uh, Giggles the Clown, Kamala Harris, uh, she's been assigned to take care of this. She can't take care of her own anything. She can't take care of herself. And so now uh, she went to El Paso, which is not where the issue was. And even when she went to El Paso, she didn't go to the border. She went into the city of El Paso. Had a little party there and ate some chow with some people over there and said hello to a bunch of Democrats in Beto and then got on the plane and flew to her home in California. So they don't care. This is not an issue of they can't do anything about it. Or it's not an issue of they're trying to do something about it. They just they just don't care, so they're not trying to do anything about it. They have uh, staked out a position on this, which is we want the border to be open. And they have opened the border. Make no mistake about it. They're they're paying lip service to well we're still going to turn it back on section forty two and we're still going to no 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 they they have opened the border the border's open and now the problem is and it has been and I I brought my notes in from uh, from January to to read you my notes from January when I was still working at home and uh, the problem is now what I said back in January we are covered up with COVID that has been coming across the border why why is that because the nations where these folks are coming from don't have the the vaccine to the degree that we do in fact I don't know little little unknown story maybe you saw it maybe you didn't they were vaccinating people at the international airport I told you about that down in baggage claim you get off the airplane you come downstairs there it is right there free vaccination come on over here and get vaxxed do you know who was doing that? The people from Mexico who had money were flying to our international airport and getting a shot and then getting right back on the airplane and flying back to Mexico. Why? Because they don't have the vaccines down there like we do here. That's why. So it's no it's no shock, surprise, wonder, you know, anything like that, that they're actually bringing it into the United States of America. So while now Dr. Doom is out again, he was out all weekend saying there's more pain, there's more anger, there's more trouble, more trouble. Joe Biden said expect more restrictions, and I'll tell you about all this. Yes, you're going to get more restrictions on you. They're not closing the border. (laughs) They haven't done anything about where it's coming from right now. That's where it's coming from right now. It's not coming from China right now. We had this stuff pretty much repressed in the United States. We were suppressing it. We, we were well on our way until Joe Biden became the president of the United States and opened the border. And when he did, it started to come in. That's where it's coming from. Or that's where it came from, and now it's starting to spread. It's his fault. But... <laughs> You can't get that through to this administration because they believe in an open border. They do not want to do anything about closing the border or maintaining the border or going back to stay in Mexico policies. They are completely fine with coming across the border and coming into the United States and putting restrictions on you. Disney telling their people you must mask up, telling their people you must get vaccinated or buy. Walmart this weekend told their employees that you all have to mask up. I saw it day before yesterday for my own eyes. Uh, The employees had taken their masks off, and now the employees have their masks back on. And Walmart told their managers, you will get vaxxed or 
Hi. So again, telling telling people who who have trouble with vaccinations. I, I was reading one from a 29-year-old girl the other day. She'd been told by four physicians not to take the vaccine because she had an anaphylactic reaction to a flu vaccine. Four physicians have told her, do not take the COVID vaccine. Guess what? Her employer has told her, you will or you're fired. She has two children at home. She's a single mama, two children at home, 29 years old. Her employer's told her, you will or you're going to be fired. Now, she has to choose between a possible anaphylactic reaction or hungry babies at home. Why? Why? Do you think people are dying left and right from this? No, they are not. They are not. Most of what you're hearing about the Delta variant comes from India and an AstraZeneca, which is not even used here, study. That's most of what you're hearing. These studies that came from India, AstraZeneca, we don't even use AstraZeneca here. All accounts, the science shows that what we use here works against this Delta variant to keep you from being super-duper sick. So people are going to lose their jobs or they're going to have to take the risk and blow on the dice and throw it down the table to see if, uh, if they get sick or not from taking the vaccine. And why? Why? Because Dr. Doom says you need to. Because Joe Biden is importing it from across the border instead of closing the border down. It's spreading all over now because of that. That's why they created a crisis, as they always do, so they can say that they're going to solve the crisis, but they're not solving anything. Joe Biden said over the weekend, expect more COVID-19 restrictions. He was asked by a reporter, are you going to do more restrictions? He said, I would expect so. Dr. Fauci saying things are going to get far worse. Things are going to get far worse. And that you, if you don't wear a mask, you are encroaching on others' rights to get sick. I made a decision this weekend, and you can tell me what you think about what you're going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm vaccinated. If they tell me I need a booster, I will consider that. We will see. But if these businesses start to tell me that I have to mask up, I'm not going to do business there. I will shop at home. Last year during the pandemic, because we didn't know what we had, when I needed groceries, I would put my mask on. I'd go to the grocery store. There were a couple of medical procedures I had to have, and the hospital wouldn't let me in for surgery without it. But where I have a choice, say, I don't know, they haven't done this yet, but let's just say an HEB or a Walmart says you have to wear a mask uh, to come back in here, then I will have my groceries delivered to my home. I'm not going to go somewhere where I have to wear a mask. Now, I'm not going back into the mask thing uh, as much as I can avoid it. Now, if I've got to go to the hospital again, then that's, that's a different issue. But as much as I can control it, I'm not going to go back into the mask thing because I've taken the vaccine. So I just won't shop. If they, de if they demand you have to have a mask to come in here, I'll go somewhere else. What do you think? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Right back at the masking, right into the vaccinations. They tell us we got to do this and we got to do that. And the infrastructure bill is out. Who's going to read this thing? I'll tell you more about it. Substantially. So everybody freak out now, okay? Everybody lose your stuff. It's a 523. It's Monday. Hey, hey, hey. It is August 2nd. Trey Ware, KTSA, the first August that, uh, in a long time, probably in my memory, 
Uh, we weren't over 90, and I don't think we're going to get over 90 today. We're going to be in the mid to upper 80s today because all the rain that's going to be in the area. So take it easy. Give yourself extra time out there this morning. Easy, easy. Watch those following distances because it's going to be wet and uh, pr- probably throughout most of the day. Okay, so Nancy Pelosi puts a mask mandate in uh, place up in the Capitol, and she immediately takes her mask off (laughs) on a number of occasions, not just once, but a number of occasions right after putting the mask mandate in place, saying that, that, you know, we need to arrest people that do not wear a mask and visitors have to wear a tight-fitting super mask that she was just, uh, well, she stood at the podium and she spoke and she was uh, wiping her nose while she was speaking with a Kleenex, kept taking a Kleenex out of her hand, wiping her nose, uh, without a mask, taking a mask off. She was seen a number of times taking pictures with folks and what have you, wearing not wearing a mask in a place that she said everybody has to wear a mask or you get arrested. Now, they're not going to arrest Nancy Pelosi. You know better than that. And meanwhile, the Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser was spotted without a face mask during an indoor wedding reception Saturday night, hours after her indoor mask mandate went into effect. The Democrat mayor was officiating at a wedding at the Line D.C. Hotel in the Adams Morgan neighborhood. She and hundreds of others were without masks. Well, why why can they do this? Do you want to know why Nancy Pelosi and Marion Bowser can walk around without masks? Here's how. The order, I'm reading to you, The order specifies the enforcement provisions do not apply to members of the federal government or the legislative branch of the district government while those persons are on duty. You have to wear a mask, but the order and the enforcement provisions do not apply to members of the federal government or the legislative branch of the It applies... To you, the hoi polloi, the little paper. It applies to the little paper. The wee little children. But it does not apply to the big ones running the gov. They don't have to wear a mask. Well, I mean, unless they want to. But see, all that says to me, I don't know what that says to you. You can tell me at 210-599-5555. All that says to me is this is political theater. If they really thought this was a problem, if they really thought they were in danger, if they really thought all of us were in danger, then they would make themselves put a mask on, don't you think? They wouldn't take a mask off because, you know, Nancy's really freaking old. What is she, 81, 82? Uh, She don't want to catch this stuff. So she would be wearing a mask. Same with Mary and Bowser. Bowser, bow, wow, wow. So, when that shot on, uh, yeah. So, no. This is political theater is what they're doing. Welcome to the theater. Otherwise, they wouldn't have a provision in there that says they could walk around all day long without a mask on, that they 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 are exempt from it, but they can arrest others who walk in there with a mask on. That's the only conclusion I can come up with. If you can come up with a different one, you're more than welcome to try to uh, tell me what that different conclusion is, but that's the only one I can come up with. 210-599-5555. Hi, Adam. Uh, Chris, my phone isn't working. Can you pull it up? Thank you. Hi, Adam. Go right ahead. Hey, Trey. Good morning. You know, crazy Uncle Joe is going to go nowhere near the border. They really hate reality. You know, he stopped making the wall. He stopped, you know, weight in Mexico. Other things he did. And, of course, they're going to blame Trump. And 
they'll do anything really. I feel like they're uh, to hurt people that love America. And Trey, you know, they're coming up with some kind of plan to punish Americans who are not vaccinated. You know, the yes. the leftists are just hypocrites with the vax, just like they are with the virus, like like they are with everything else. Yep, that's true. They they are going to come up with a way to to punish uh, unvaccinated Americans, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Yesterday was the 40th anniversary. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate your call, as always. Yesterday was the 40th anniversary of the beginning of MTV. Video cue the radio star. Actually, videos are gone. Radio stars are still here. Radio stars went out. Videos, yep, yep, yep. Rolling Stone is out with their list of the top videos of all time. The number one video may not be the one you think it is. I'll tell you what that is on the other side of the news. And then Don and I and Chris and Elaine and whoever else might be in here, uh, we'll talk about who we think what videos are the number one videos. Okay, guys? So y'all think about that, the number one videos of all time. Uh, today would be the second day of the 40th anniversary of MTV. Back. See, everybody knows that that was the first video played on MTV. Everybody knows that, right? That's just pop culture. It's like a test. You have to take that test. You have to know the answer to that one. I believe it's a question in Trivial Pursuit as well. It is. It is. In fact, uh, I I think they give that to you before you get your driver's license. Um, (laughs) It's just, you know, it's ubiquitous. Any any chance I get to use that word, I thought it. Um, So... But does anybody know the second one? I know you do. Right. Okay. The second one? Second one, anybody? Second one? Second video? Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Short at five feet, tight and bright. What you trying to do to my heart? Pat Benatar and her hubby. What you trying to do to my heart? Number two video played on MTV. You better run. You better hide. She was small, but she was all full of dynamite. Run. Right? It, you know, it's not too often I prefer a remake over an original. What? But uh, that, definitely her with that one. The oh, because the Rascals did the original. Yeah. You know, nah. Now, this was it. Yeah. This was it. A little one. more attitude. She had a lot of attitude. <laughs> yeah. She still got attitude. I, I right. saw that you posted on her post. I did, too, after her daughter got in a car wreck with a drunk driver oh, the other man. night and almost killed her daughter. You had that happen to you, too. Yeah. Um, so anyway, okay, back to this. Let's stay on this at 210-599-5555, best video of all time. I'll tell you what Rolling Stone says, and you can tell me what you say. Or okay. would you rather tell me for You tell me for I, I, I want to hear what you want me to you tell you. You want to hear what they? I really can't pick I, the best. I don't know. Well, I know it's yours. Couple I, mean, of, I, I have it narrowed down to two, okay. all right. and they're pretty diverse. You? Okay, go ahead. I've got uh, Hot for Teacher by Van Halen, All right, which is probably... My favorite one. David Lee Roth and the Big Glasses. Right, yeah. Okay. I thought it was a great video. Okay. And another one, and people always raise an eyebrow at me when I bring this up, but Men Without Hats Safety Dance. <laughs> sure. I, I still think that's a great video. It is a great video. Yeah. Why do people raise their eyebrows? I, you know, I don't know. I don't think they expect that from me, perhaps, uh-huh. but, you know, because it, it's like, what is it even about them? Like, I don't it? know. That's the beauty They of didn't it, know right? what it was. They were high. They were just, Here, here's some ideas we have. Let's film it and see what happens. Right. So. See, that's kind of like, uh, the, that's the way I look at Steve Perry O'Sherry, right? Right. So uh, he was leaving Journey at the time, and that was his actual girlfriend mm-hmm. in there, and yeah. they were trying. It was like he was saying to corporate music. Music America, 
screw you, I'm going to go out and do my own thing, right? right? Because yeah. they wanted to dress in these silly costumes. Yeah. So that was the whole point of that video. No, I'm leaving. I'm going to be with my love, and I'm going to do my own thing. I thought yeah. that was kind of like safety dance, you know, right. just throw something down. Um, uh, you know, now some of them that I think about that I don't think they're the best. I just they, they, I remember them very well. Would be uh, haircut one hundred love plus one. Mm. All, all the guy did was swing on a vine in a studio. <laughs> <laughs> you remember yeah. that? Do you remember that? Yes. He was just on a vine swinging back and forth, and it was like hi yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Um, an, another one that that uh, kind of uh, I guess would hit me that way would be uh, the first Motley Crew where they were uh, singing on the pentagram with all the girls uh, scantily clad, dressed yeah, like that. Every Motley Crew video. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now everybody always says, "Aha, that was a breakthrough." Right. right? Take yeah. on me because of sure. the uh, the mixture of humanity and the animation. Kind of what's happened now, right? That was '84, and we have kind of melded into animation, and animation's kind of melded into us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they predicted that back then. What do you have? Well, and that was kind of the gimme for me, Aha, just because it was so groundbreaking, and at the time, you know. But I think one of my favorites was Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. That was awesome. That's another one. Because I was I was really young, and at the time that was kind of you know the new thing was that like was the stop motion photography, yeah. whatever it's called. And, and you know what reminded me about that was the claymation, the old Christmas claymation, because okay, that, that train me, that comes out of his mouth. And it reminded stuff. me of Caveman. Yeah, the movie Caveman. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. The train that came out of his mouth and all that stuff was really kind of yeah. kind of cool. So my, my other favorite. For some reason, was uh, David Lee Roth just like Paradise, just because it was just everything about it was rock and roll. Because they had the concert footage, you know, there on stage, yeah. but then also he was out swinging on that. Because I was yeah, I'm, a, always been into rock climbing and was just singing on that. So y'all didn't say California Girls from David Lee Roth, which the high singer singing the Brian Wilson part on that was Christopher Cross. You got it, 1969 Alamo yeah. Heights High School graduate Christopher Cross singing on that, the high part. So. Yeah, those are good. Then you had the really kind of innovative at the time. Remember, we're talking about at the time before computers took over and you had CGI, green screen, and everything, which is mm-hmm. how it's done now. But you had Kaja Gugu with the how they made that the, the the camera go around in a circle around him like that, yeah. and, and it was in a room full of mirrors, and how they did that so that you never saw the camera. Oh, flock of seagulls! Flock of seagulls! I'm yeah. sorry, I said Kaga Gugu was, was too shy. Kaga Gugu was uh, too shy. Right? A couple yeah, of yeah. British guys with big blonde. Yeah, eyes. flock of seagulls. I'm easy sorry to get them confused. Yeah. Well, I did. I, I at that time it was easy. To get, yeah. They all kind of ran right. together in my head back yeah. then. Okay, so uh, Rolling Stone says it's Beyonce's formation. That's the number one video of all time. That it's the. In fact, uh, it, it, Billy Jean was it. Prince's Kiss was number two. Lady Gaga, Bad Romance was number three. And they put that up there because of its social justice wording, uh, you know, uh, message in it with uh, striking visuals of her at 39 laying on top of a sinking police car in a ruined New Orleans and a wall with the words say, Stop shooting us, spray painted on it. Queen Bay, Beyonce, Queen Bee, wanted the video to show the historical impact of slavery on black love and what it's done to the black people. I wanted to show this is black people. We're drowning. We're being beaten. And they, uh, Rolling Stone put that as number one. I, I, I don't, you know, the whole social, social justice thing, you, you know what I think about all that. But I got to tell you, do you have it? No, I was just going to say, I wonder what Kanye had, to, what part he played in that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the costumes. <laughs> I, 
You know, I remember too, guys. I'm. Uh, this was eighty four, eighty three, and eighty four. Every time Michael Jackson put out a video, mm-hmm. it was a movie because he's right. working with John Lucas, right? Yeah, he you know put out some pretty stellar videos over the time. You know, it wasn't just Thriller. But you remember uh, Bad, the video to the song? Of course, Bad, that was. Beat it, yeah, beat it was great. They were all top notch. Well, you know? beat it was beat it was based on Forty uh, Second Street, wasn't it? The the big uh, musical, right? I believe it was West 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 whatever it was West Side Story West, West Side yeah. Story, yeah. Uh, and uh, and of course Thriller. You, as far as cinematic, you know, mm-hmm. video of all time, you can't. There's no way you're going to beat that. And I think right? I told you one of my favorites was uh, Smooth Criminal, just because. Smooth Criminal was so unbelievable. It was just crazy. That 45-degree lean that they actually did, by the way, again, Mm -hmm. prior to CG, they actually did that with some shoes that were Mm -hmm. in holes in the ground. But, uh, I mean, it still took great core. Yeah, from the be able to do that. <laughs> it was what was the guy's name? The the big director was it Landis? It wasn't Lucas. It was Landis, was it? Yeah, uh, I can't remember his name. But anyway, he's a big director of the time. Quincy Jones produced all of that stuff, and he said that Michael would walk in. All those guys, those choreographers and stuff, they they would work on that for days and days and days and get all the dancers in shape. Mike would come in and watch them one time. He'd have it and he'd do the dance. Right. And it only took him a couple of takes once he was there and ready to go. They would work on it for days. He'd walk in and go, okay, 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 all right, let's do it. <laughs> he was just, good. <laughs> but he was just one of those guys where that that was tailor-made for him. Oh, sure. You know, the whole medium was tailor-made for a guy like that. It was perfect for him. Um, you know, it was a visual, you know, David Bowie was another one. Yep. Just to, the, the, the visual aspect of his performance was always outstanding mm-hmm. and same with with michael jackson say what you will but the guy, he, no, you can... he's a great performer right um, so you know i I always enjoyed his videos as well well but he, when thriller he set came, the standard yeah with thriller you know and, and billy jean was pretty minimal by today's standards but you couldn't take your eyes off of it no you time, couldn't you know? and then thriller came along and and changed everything but i remember when that came out everybody was talking about it because uh, it had a world premiere I didn't have MTV at my house, but a friend of mine about a half mile up the road had one of those huge satellite dishes. Yeah. Remember, you couldn't sure. put it on top of your house sure. because you were afraid. We had room. one here, yeah. yeah. And um, so we'd you know, rush over to his house because sure. they were showing it like once an hour or something. Yeah. It was 15, 20 minutes long. It, it was. It was 15 minutes yeah. long. And, uh, and then, of course, you had the intro and the outro, the right. whole thing to it. Well, we did it at a movie theater. Yeah, KTSA KTFM. We teamed up and did a big, uh, you know, big premiere type premiere right. that night when yeah. MTV did it. We played it at a movie theater and invited listeners and had popcorn and coke and all that. Made a big sure. deal out of it. it was huge, man. It was. It was a cultural event, mm-hmm. is what it was. And it is interesting now. At that time, and we're done with this, but at that time, MTV was. Uh, I guess they were influential. I, that's yeah. how I would say it. They were influential in pop culture. Now they're not. No. But you know, I think it was because it was it was something we all took we all, all experienced at the same time, you know. Because sure, you know, if if I was watching it up in in Bangor, Maine, you were watching the same thing here. Absolutely. You know? So that was the beauty of it. And now they're totally irrelevant. Yeah, nobody knows anything about them anymore. Well, I think right. it's because you know we saw they didn't really have a product other than showing videos, right? And then when they actually made something, we got real world. So yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, and the, and we were trying to escape the real world, weren't we, right. by watching videos. iSanAntonio.com Today's Pledge of Allegiance, powered by Stevens Roofing. All right, Cindy, go for it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic 
for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. One thing we didn't mention was the unplugged stuff. Nirvana was a great unplugged thing, and uh, and I thought Eric Clapton's unplugged was tremendous as well, so they did that too. We're going to be playing this for you. See right here? They're, they're gonna, we're going to bump with some MTV bumps. So, aha, aha, take on me. Take me on. 553, 550 KTSA FM 1071, Trayware page, KTSA.com, 210-599-5555. Rain throughout the morning, off and on, different places as the morning goes on. So take it easy. Give yourself some extra time. So here's what's going on. Democrats and their corporate media allies have now launched an obscene crusade to dehumanize the unvaccinated, unvaccinated in our country. And they're using the vaccinated to do it. They, they are pitting the vaccinated against the unvaccinated here. Now, this is an anti-science campaign, and it's all meant to demonize more than half of the American people as walking biohazards. If you haven't been vaccinated, you're a walking biohazard. You've got those that have chosen not to get vaccinated or those who cannot get vaccinated for a health reason or because of their age. Whatever it is, you're a walking biohazard. Everybody stay away just back in biblical times. Unclean, 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 the leper would have to shout. Now, according to the far-left CDC's very own math, the unvaccinated are almost entirely a threat only to themselves, and hardly that. Shall we deal with science? Okay. If you're unvaccinated, you're under the age of 70, your chances of surviving coronavirus are over 99%. These are numbers. These are facts. This is science. If you're unvaccinated and you're under the age of 50, your chances of surviving coronavirus are over 99.9%. Put you in flu territory. If you're unvaccinated and you're under the age of 20, your chances of surviving coronavirus are 99.997%. Put you in flu territory. The vaccinated, based on the numbers available right now of the 161 million-plus Americans who are vaccinated, only 5,900 have gotten sick enough to be hospitalized. Out of the 161 million, 5,900 have gotten sick to be in the hospital. Only 1,100 have died. Out of the 161 million, only 1,100 have died. Of those, 74% were over the age of 65. In other words, only 0.0037% of the vaccinated have gotten sick enough to be hospitalized. Only .00071% have died. That means only one out of 27,000 of those who have been vaccinated have gotten seriously ill. Only one out of 114,000 have died. Per the National Safety Council, your chances of dying in a car accident are 1 in 107. Per the National Safety Council, your chances of dying in a car accident this year are 1 in 8,400. What's going on? We are witnessing a fear and scapegoating campaign unlike anything we've seen since McCarthyism. The question is why? The answer is obvious. 2022 midterms are here, guys. For five years, Donald Trump was there, was the Democrats' great turnout machine, man. He was the one who was demonized to turn out voters. Other than fear and hate, scapegoats, Democrats have nothing to offer voters. Nothing. 
in full sway of the violent and fascist extremists in Black Lives Matter and Antifa in one blue city after another. Democrats are proving utterly incapable of governing or delivering. Countless Democrat-run cities have become unsafe due to their unnecessary and preventable rise in violent crime. On the national level, his fraudulency, Joe Biden, demonizes unvaccinated Americans even as he floods the country with tens of thousands of illegal aliens carrying COVID. What's more, immediately upon taking office, he hit the poor with whiplash-inducing energy prices and lunatic spending bringing inflation here. And across the country, Democrat governor after Democrat governor used COVID numbers to justify wiping out small businesses and locking down the healthy. Why? Because they have to have a demon for next year. Somebody, something they can demonize. And guess what? It's those who are unvaxxed. That's it. Eric, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead quickly, please. Uh, my phone's aren't working. Take- um, I, yeah, yeah. Hang on just a second, Eric. I've got I got to hit my news break. But guys, can we hold the news break? No. Okay. All right, Eric. Hang on a second. I got to hit my news break. But when I come back on the other side, I'll get to you and Celeste. ESA Morning News with Trey Ware now on FM 1071. Ah. We're looking not, I believe, to lockdown, but we're looking to yeah. some pain and suffering in the future because we're seeing the cases go up, which is the reason why we keep saying over and over again. The solution to this is get vaccinated, and this would not be happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dr. Doom. Well, I'm go- I've am i got an idea on what's happening with these numbers I'm going to share with you in just a couple of seconds. Happy Monday to you. I don't care what Dr. Doom has to say. I'm going to have a happy Monday. And I hope you do, too, at 210-599-5555. Oh, he really was doom and gloom yesterday on ABC. I, I, it's all, everything's going to die. It's all black and ugly outside. Ah. It is kind of this morning. we got storms going through the area right now. So you'll hear the thunder. You'll see the lightning. But the most important thing to be aware of is all the rain that's coming down now. In a lot of San Antonio and a lot of our area throughout Central and South Texas right now, we've got it out to our west. We've got it off to our east. We've got it right in San Antonio. So basically, wherever you're going to be going, you're going to be uh, facing the threat of heavy, heavy downpours throughout the morning. In fact, throughout the day. Leave early, give yourself some time, and please take it easy this morning. Eric, thank you for your patience. I appreciate you holding on, sir. Hey, morning. So I've been on the fence about getting the vaccine. I'm 55, not in the best health. But my wife and my kids, they're 10 and 12. We all got COVID last week. And I, I got to tell you, it was not as bad as a a minor cold. So, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not bad out there for some, uh-huh. but it's a joke what we're doing to people, right? I mean, it, it, it wasn't bad. And I see no reason to get a vaccine now, right? Well, I'll tell you, man, I, well, I, I, I'm not going to try to advise you of any of that kind of stuff. I'm not a doctor, and I certainly am I'm not going to play one here. But, I, I, you know, everybody's got to make their own decision, and that's the point that I stand for is everybody making their own decision. Right now, right now, the Democrats and their media are shaming people who do not have the vaccination. And the reason they're doing that, I made that perfectly clear before the top of the hour, they're doing it, Eric, so, so that they have a boogeyman. They don't have anything. They got crap to run on in 2022. They don't have anything to run on no, I- in the midterms. So what they got to run on is, look, it's back and it's just killing people. And, we gotta, and, and, and the fact of the matter is, I went through the numbers with everybody, and the numbers do not play out as a major event killing a bunch of people. It's just not. No, it's not. 
It's not. And the more they push it, the less I want it. I, you know, I don't. Well, know. there's That's something. <laughs> Let me tell you, you man, know. there's something to be said about for that too. You know, it's like, okay, why are you pushing it so hard? And I don't want something you're pushing so hard. Thank you for the call, man. But let me, let me just give you the numbers again, and then you can you can decide for yourself. All right. Um, first of all, if you're unvaccinated and under the age of seventy, your chances of surviving the coronavirus are over ninety nine percent. These are their numbers. These are government numbers. If you're unvaccinated under the age of 50, your chances of surviving the coronavirus are over 99.9%, basically the flu. If you're unvaccinated under the age of 20, your chances of surviving coronavirus are 99.997%, again, basically the flu. If you're vaccinated, it's 161 million plus Americans who are vaccinated of the vaccinated, only 5,900 were hospitalized. Only 1,100 have died. Again, that's out of 161 million plus. Of those who died, 74% of those were over the age of 65. So we're talking three-quarters of those who have died were over the age of 65. In other words, 0.0037% of the vaccinated have gotten sick enough to be hospitalized and only 0.00071% have actually died. That means only one out of 27,000 of the vaccinated have gotten seriously ill. Only one out of 114,000 have died. If you look at the numbers on the National uh, Safety Council, your chances of dying in a car accident are 1 in 107. you got a much better chance of dying in a car accident. Are you going to stop driving? Are you going to stop driving? While everybody was locked down in mass, Deep Blue California did not deliver electricity to its citizens. Democrat-run forests continued to burn to the ground. New York's Democrat governor flooded nursing homes with the virus and helped the Marxist mayor up there destroy New York City with crime and lockdowns. What you're looking at right now, folks, let's not make any bones about this. Is it real? Of course it is. It's not a hoax. But what you're looking at, what you're listening to, this big push is a Democrat party that's out of ideas. They don't have Trump as their boogeyman anymore, so now they're targeting everyday Americans guilty of nothing more than minding their own business. This is politics, politics, politics. They're manufacturing hysteria based on numbers of point zero 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 seven one and one out of 114,000. They're scapegoating half the country. They're saying that they are the cause of death. They are the cause of a stalled economy. They are the cause of noble and virtuous vaccinated being forced back into mass. They are the cause of schools not reopening. They are the cause of price increases. They are the cause of the ills in the world. And, folks, it's not true. The cause of everything that I just stated is the Democrat Party and their choices and what they have done. They are screaming. The Democrats are screaming. It's the unvaccinated. If you're living in fear, if your child can't go to school, if you're living with stress, uncertainty, living with loss and unemployment, it's the unvaccinated. Guess what? No, it's not the unvaccinated. I just gave you the real-world numbers. It's the Democrats and their governing policies that put us in these places. 
They're the ones who caused inflation to come roaring back. They're the ones who caused gas prices to come roaring back. It's on them. It's not the unvaccinated. But they don't have Trump. Trump was the one who turned out people to the polls for them. Trump's not around anymore, so it's the unvaccinated that they have turned their guns on now to drive people to the polls in an election, I'm quite sure they're going to use all the same policies they used last year to cheat the vote. Hey, David, you're on KTSA with Trey, man. Happy Monday. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Trey. Uh, Trey, just, I just want to know one thing. Where, where does a common sense noodle, uh, where's that for the Democrats? I mean, look, I know you've heard this before, Trump, and I, I understand your numbers. Those pretty accurate numbers you gave earlier. But can, I just imagine one thing. I know you've heard this before. Can you imagine if Trump was to open the borders, like if he if he did that, they, man, they would they would go crazy. He's killing everybody. He everybody knows the routine, and it, it, it's 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 sickening, man. It's a hundred. You're a hundred percent right. I said early on. This was back in January when uh, when Joe Biden opened the borders. I said two things. Number one, this is uh, the, the the biggest super spreader event the world has ever seen. Uh, that this is going to be COVID on steroids flowing across the border. And I have numbers on that again. I'm not going to kill you with numbers all morning, but I have numbers on that now. And the Border Patrol agents and the people that have been getting COVID by working down at the border, left and right, you got them falling with COVID down there. Now they're surviving, they're doing fine, but they are getting COVID because people are coming into the country and they are bringing COVID. The second thing I said was that Donald Trump immediately should come out and before opening the border. Because if he came out and started to talk about, hey, we, we, you know, I had it wrong for four years. We need to open this border. We need to tear down the wall that I built, and we need to open this border and allow more people to come in here. Then the Democrats would lock it up. Whatever he says, they're going to do directly the opposite. So, uh, you know, I said at that time with Donald Trump, and I said it, of course, with a smile on my face. Donald Trump ought to come out and say, hey, I, I think the border ought to be wide open, and the Democrats would would close it down. You're right. If if he would have tried to do any of what we've seen here, there the Democrats and Joe Biden have been the biggest super spreading organization for COVID that we've ever seen. If Donald Trump had acted this way, and if Donald Trump had spread COVID the way these guys have, you can bet ABC would be honking it on our station all day long. CNN, LOL, would be honking it on their station all day long as well. Hey, I want to tell you about shirts. Shirts, funeral home. You know, it's uh, not every day. Of course, obviously, you have to have a funeral planning organization uh, and a company to be able to run that funeral. But when you do, you need somebody that you can trust, that you can believe in, somebody who's going to do what's right every time. Unfortunately, there are those in this business who don't have the heart of a family as Shirts Funeral Home does. Now, there's a lot of great ones out there, really are. But there are a few out there, and they trip you up every once in a while, who don't do what they say they're going to do. And I want you to know that Shirts Funeral Home will do that with a heart of a family every time they uh, they, they take this task very seriously. And they, they work very hard to make sure that this funeral is done exactly how you want it done, whether it's a large affair or just a small family-type affair, whether there's military honors uh, involved. Maybe, maybe it's having a service or a memorial-type service here, but the actual funeral is going to be held in another city or another state because that's home city, home state. Well, 
Your friends over at Church Funeral Home can handle all of that and no headache, hassle, or stress on you or your family at all. So I hope you remember that name the day that you need them, and we're all going to need them. At one time or the other, we're all going to need a, a great funeral company, and Shirts is my favorite. That's Shirts Funeral Home at 210-658-9224. AccuWeather storms are happening, and that's causing traffic tie-ups. we got the right-hand lane of I-35 at Walsham Road is shut down right now. So that's causing a lot of brake light issues as cars are going around that. That's at Walsham and I-35 right-hand lane is shut down right now. And slick streets just about everywhere. It's raining harder in some spots than in others with lightning and thunder as well. This morning, mostly cloudy, a thunderstorm or two around. Only 87, so it's the first August in a long time that we didn't break 90. Partly to mostly cloudy tonight, a thunderstorm around in 74. Tomorrow, clouds, some sun. And a thunderstorm in a few spots in 90. And on Wednesday, intervals of clouds and sun and a thunderstorm in a few spots in 92. It's 70. Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Stay connected. After the bipartisan infrastructure legislation passes this chamber, I will immediately move to the other track, passing a budget Uh, resolution with reconciliation instructions. Man, Chuck Schumer is as exciting as watching something dry. Hey, maybe, I don't know. Hey, this is a video from, what, 84? This is, uh, was it 84? Somewhere along in Arizona? Maybe it was earlier than that. This is Debo and Whippet. We're playing some uh, video songs because the second day, 40 years ago, that MTV was around. They, they had those uh, collapsible medicine cups on their heads. That's what those were. Uh, Debo, when they wear those. Hey, whip it. Okay, just whip it. So Don Morgan reporting this morning, the Buffalo Bills are taking a look at Austin, Texas. I, I just have a couple of thoughts on that, okay? First of all, um, I, I, I'm, the shine for me, the shine is off as far as the NFL is concerned. That's a hard one for me, too, guys, because I am I, – I, I'm a football dude and always have been my entire life. We were the type of family – we followed the Cowboys very closely, and this is the heyday, glory days of the Cowboys. You know, the Roger Staubach and Billet Bob Hayes and Walt Garrison and Tony Dorsett and, uh, of course, my friend Drew Pearson, the great Drew Pearson, and Randy White, Ed Tuttle Jones. I could go on and just do this. Jim Jeffcoat, I can name names like that all day long. But And then, of course, through the Troy Aikman and, uh, and Michael Irvin, um, Emmett Smith years, uh, all of those great guys, Jay Novacek, and on and on that went. And then it got tougher after that. <laughs> it's been really hard ever since then to love my Dallas Cowboys, where at this point I'm just, nah, I'm not even really all that much interested. And uh, and that's because for the past several years, two reasons, for the past several years I've tried to love them and they keep shunning me. Every time I turn around, they're like, no, I don't want you to love us. Don't love us this year. Uh, and the other thing is that I, I think the NFL has just gone way over the top as far as being woke. They're out of control. They are out of control. They ran this commercial a couple of months ago, maybe a month ago, and the whole commercial was about the NFL is gay, the NFL is transgender, the NFL is this, that, and the other. They changed their logo to the gay pride multicolored rainbow thing and all that. It's just woke. It's just trying to appeal. That's all they were doing. And uh, now they say, they say, they call it the Black National Anthem, and they're going to play that with the nas- the actual national anthem of the country. And they're going to do that before every game and in uh, every stadium. And and, um, and, and I'm, I'm not down because there is only one national anthem. We don't have a black, brown, yellow, green, purple national anthem. We have one national anthem. Now, there is a song called Lift Every Voice and Sing. And if you want to play that in your car, feel free. But 
but uh, or you know, it's your home or whatever. Feel free. But it's not the national anthem of the United States, and uh, and the NFL has taken the position that yeah, we have two national anthems. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of out of love with them, and uh, my plan is to to not be an observer because I don't want them to get my clicks, my ratings. Uh, kind of like the Olympics this year. The Olympics have been so woke. I haven't watched one second of it because I don't want them getting any click from me where they get any kind of ratings. I feel that way about the NFL as a whole right now. Uh, no, but but Don's story about the Bills taking a look at Austin, Texas, that'd be a perfect fit, obviously, because Austin's all woke. Austin is a socialist city. Austin is a Marxist city. So the NFL would fit perfectly in Austin. And when I was in love with the NFL, I, I used to say the perfect place to build a stadium would be in San Marcos. Go right out there at San Marcos, buy yourself 2 million acres out there somewhere where people could actually park at the stadium, could be trammed by train into the game, right? And then San Antonio and Austin could share the team, like Irving did, like, uh, you know, you can even say Fort Worth and Dallas share the Dallas Cowboys. You know, they, they position them out in the middle of I-30 out there, and and, uh, and and that's where, you know, people could come from that entire region. You could do the exact same thing here and be a big pull for Mexico. However, I always used to say, and this was even back when, uh, when Red bought the Minnesota Vikings, people were like, he's going to move the Vikings here. And he and I had a con- several conversations about that, and he said, no, I have no interest in bringing the- moving the Vikings down here, but San Antonio should have a team. And I said to, to Red at the time, I said, it's never going to happen because Bob McNair, who owns the Houston Texans, won't let it happen, but more importantly, uh, Jerry Jones won't because this is their number two market for the Dallas Cowboys. They sell almost almost more product and have more viewers in San Antonio for the Dallas Cowboys than they do in Dallas itself. Jerry's not going to let that go. He's not going to vote yes on that. So for the same reason, I don't see Austin picking up the Buffalo Bills. Now, maybe, you know, maybe something really weird is going to happen, but I don't think that that's going to be something that Jerry is going to vote yes on and see that move to Austin, Texas, and have have competition there. But as far as Austin being a good market for them, probably, but a better market, I still think is down in San Marcos and San Antonio, the entire region. San Antonio, New Braunfels, San Marcos, Buda, uh, Austin, all of that, they all uh, share in this team. And uh, the Central Texas Bills or whatever, you know, however, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and and then uh, and put the stadium somewhere between here and there, and you'll sell it out like crazy, and and open the open it up to uh, Mexican nationals to come in and go to the games too. Advertise it in Mexico. Uh, you, you'll you'll keep it packed every time you, you you open the doors. And again, that's probably why Jerry would never vote to have such a thing happen in a place like uh, Austin or San Antonio or or any place like that. But I've always thought it's ripe. The region is ripe for something like that. Uh, I'm just not fired up. I got to tell you, I'm just not fired up about the NFL right now, and really have not followed. I used to follow training camp, watch, see the players, and all that kind of stuff. And I just really have not been interested this year because of their political stance, the statements that they have made, and the way they're going. I'm opposed to to their political positions on a lot of these things. If they were to just have a segment of that. And then, and I'm not talking about during the game. I'm talking about that be part of their business model, but then be all about football, and that's all you saw on Sundays. I'd be good for it. 
but I think I mentioned this to you before, and then I'm done with this. But I, I think I mentioned this to you before. They started in the in the month of October to do the whole breast awareness thing, and I was good with that. That's fine, you know, breast cancer awareness. All right, whatever. Mention that a couple of times. Get on with life. But then they started turning everything associated with their with their games pink for that. And the first time I was watching a game, and one of the referees threw a pink flag instead of yellow. They they even changed. They only did it for a game, but they changed the flags, the penalty flags, to pink for bre- uh, breast cancer awareness. And I said, "This is this is the direction they're going." That kook that's running, Roger Goodell, that's running him, he is a nut job and a half. All right, so mostly cloudy, thunderstorm or two around today. Eighty-seven. The thunderstorms are causing traffic issues all over San Antonio. So watch for ponding and flooding on the streets. Because we're having it because we've had enough rain and everything is saturated. So all of this is just flooding now. So take it easy. Give yourself lots of extra time this morning. You are definitely going to need it wherever you're going. Right now it is 77 here at KTSA. I want to tell you about my friends over at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. It's true that people have issues, a lot of issues, and uh, and so do kiddos. Uh, uh, you know, kiddos are not free from stress. You would think that being young and all that, you'd be happy all the time, so on so That's just not true. There's a lot of stress. Addiction is an issue. Anxiety, stress, those are issues as well. Behavioral health issues. Well, if your teen, your child, your young adult is suffering, you can take action. Get them help, the help they need at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. They've been around since 1987, providing caring and compassion treatment for young people and, by the way, adults. So if it's you with an addiction issue, face up to that issue. Tear down that wall of denial. Call our friends at Laurel Ridge, and they offer inpatient help for crisis stabilization, day treatment, longer-term residential treatment. They're just going to be there to do what it's going to take to help your family be healthy and whole again. That's what Laurel Ridge does all the time for a free assessment. And by the way, you can get one 3 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It doesn't matter. They're there 24 hours a day. That's Laurel Ridge Treatment Center at 210-491-71. Stay connected. Recent studies have shown that the level of virus in the nasal pharynx of a vaccinated person who may not be symptomatic or mildly symptomatic is the same as an unvaccinated person. Oh, no. No. Okay, so that's not true. What he just said there is not true. Uh, good morning, San Antonio 636, Trey Ware 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. And on the phones, too, at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Now, what he just said, what you just heard him say, that uh, the, the viral load inside the pharynx of a vaccinated is the same as an unvaccinated is not true. He made that claim on CBS's Face the Nation. And then they turn to an Israeli director of public health services, Dr. Sharon Alroy Priest. And the, 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 the lead on all of this information and this research is in Israel. And she said they're seeing the exact opposite of what Fauci just said. According to the data coming out of Israel, where they are doing this stuff, a vast majority of vaccinated people with confirmed cases are not spreading the virus. It's about 10% spreading to only one person. She, the lead researcher there, said we actually saw that 80% of vaccinated individuals who have become confirmed cases themselves, 80% of them have zero contacts that have been confirmed, and another 10% have only one contact that was confirmed to be a case. 
by their connection with the individual. So their ability to infect others 50% lower than those who are not vaccinated. So what Fauci said was patently false according to the science. Fauci is not a scientist. Please keep that in your head. He's not a scientist. He's a politician. He has an agenda. He has a narrative to sell, and that is to scare you to death. Literally scare you to death to lock you down for the midterms next year because he keeps his job. You get a Republican like a Ron DeSantis in there in a couple of years, Fauci's gone. Former FDA commissioner and Pfizer board member Dr. Scott Gottlieb said the same thing on that very same show that that Fauci was on that you just heard that soundbite from. So it seems like breakthrough cases in a small set, there's even a smaller set who might pass it on to infected people so the breakthrough cases among those who are vaccinated super small and those who pass it on to unvaccinated people the vaccinated people passing it on is even smaller it's just a subset of a subset we got to talk reality here guys if we're going to talk we got to talk reality and the other channels aren't going to do that they're not going to look into the research on the numbers and bring that to you they're just going to try to scare you to death they have an agenda charles go right ahead charles Good morning, Trey. Morning. Um, I've listened to you for years and agree with 99% of the things you bring up. And I'm calling about this buffoon who just called and told you that four of his family members had COVID and it was like a minor cold. I've lost so many friends and a couple of my clients to COVID. And what he's doing is... <laughs> convincing people not to get vaccinated and i completely disagree with that there is absolutely no reason not to be vaccinated right now and people like that when they call in it is it is just it, it just troubles me okay i understand i understand what he was doing was sharing his experience and i'm i'm not going to tell him that his experience is a lie number one number two as far as no reason to not get vaccinated charles i appreciate you but i have to disagree with you because uh people do have reasons to not be vaccinated um, I, i'll give you just a couple first of all would be a health reason um i, I shared yeah i, I shared the story I, I want everybody to hear this because not everybody heard this i shared the story this morning of a 29 year old mama she's got a couple of kids at home she's a she's a single mother she's been told by four physicians to not take it she had anaphylactic shock that set in after she took the flu shot four doctors have said don't take the the covid vaccine because you're at high risk of anaphylactic and i don't know if you've ever had any experience with that but it's deadly and and so uh now she's being told by her employer now, again, she has two kids at home. She's a single mama. She's being told by her employer, take the shot or you're fired. So she has to make a decision right now that no American should ever be put in, and that is, okay, uh, I I have to decide whether I'm going to put food on the table for these children or if I'm going to take a risk at, at, uh, at, at anaphylactic shock in myself. Nobody should ever be put in that situation. Americans should be free to decide what they want to do on their own without government mandates. I'm not disagreeing with that, and I totally yeah. agree with you that for health reasons, I know, I know several friends also who have health reasons, which are legitimate, and um, getting the shot makes no sense, okay? But that's a small minority, and uh, I am so in favor of getting vaccinated after losing so many people to this 
virus. Man, I I, I get you. I, I hear you. I'm vaccinated, so I'm not I'm not anti-vax, you know, and and all that. I, I understand what you're saying, but when you're talking about uh, people having the freedom to choose, we should all protect that, because then what's next, Charles? Or you know, the, these numbers that I've been going through this morning, um, and, and even the numbers of COVID in general are, are lesser than the flu. What happens over time? Like a hundred years ago, we had the Spanish flu. It killed tens of millions, not just four, and four million is a lot of people. But we're talking about tens of millions died from the Spanish flu. Its descendants are still here because that's it's COVID's going to live with us forever. So at some point, we have to make the decision that freedom and carrying on with our lives is more important than continuing to be locked down and take the government's word for whatever they want us to do. I just gave you a prime example right before I, I, you came on in something that Anthony Fauci flat-ass lied about yesterday. He lied yeah, about that. I yeah, I heard it, and you're right, he did. So I, I feel you, and I feel what you're saying about losing loved ones and people that you know. Uh, it's that, That's the hardest thing in the world. I've been there far too many times where i've lost loved ones you know for different reasons uh but but when you look at the numbers of this if you are vaccinated you are one out of 114,000 chance that you're going to die for or get sick from this you are you're driving your car right now i hear in the background you're one out of 107 chance that you're going to die driving your car and nobody stops you. driving. I, so I hear you. I just uh, and again, Trey. I I listen to you every morning. I appreciate you and just felt the need to call in. I'm glad you did, Charles. And you you you're welcome to call back anytime, man. I appreciate you very much. And uh, yeah, I I I understand totally losing a loved one. And I understand he prompted you to call by by saying what he said about it being a flu, but that was that was his own experience, and everybody's having their own experiences with this too. I've got some friends that have been super duper sick with it. One of them was in bed for three uh, weeks, couldn't even ride his motorcycle. Just got back on his motorcycle this weekend. And I've had others that had a mild cough for two days, and they got on with life. So it's just it's totally different with everybody, like all diseases are. And again, that's that's another problem with the government treating it. With a blanket, you know, with a with with one here here we are, you know, a cookie cutter for everybody, but it doesn't affect everybody the same way. Thank you, Charles. God bless you, man. Jimmy, you're on KTSa with Trey Garretti Head, sir. Trey, good morning. I've known you for years, brother. You're bringing logic to the argument, and that the left does not like that. But look, here's the deal: if they really believe that the science is behind this vaccination, then make it an FDA approved. Or don't tell me a dang thing about what I have to do or don't have to do. Man, I hope you have a great day. And remember, 9-11 is coming. we got to remember it. Thank you, Jimmy. Have a good day. God bless you. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. I mean, the FDA has not approved this yet. They approved it for emergency use. That's totally different than full-time use. So um, I still have a lot of questions about it um i have a lot of questions about where we go from here and what's going to be next because if they can demand and do a a forced coerced vaccination of everybody in the country this won't be the only one folks this will not be the end once they are telling you what medicine to put in your body there'll be another and guess what we're still going to be living with COVID. 
a zero COVID rate in America is an impossibility. It cannot happen. It will not happen. Our great, great, great grandchildren will have it with them. At some point, you move on and you live and you get on. And this uh, craziness now that Walmart is doing, this craziness now that Disney is doing of forcing employees to take a shot or leave, separate from the company, insanity. That's just out-and-out insanity. They don't know what the long-term, and I'm pro-vaccine. I have so much vaccine in my body right now from all kinds of different things. But they have no idea what the long-term effects of this is. And they should never ever force somebody to decide whether or not they're going to eat or have this put in their arm that's just stupidity all right uh quick break uh and we'll come right back carl eggers is going to join me we'll talk about money on monday here on ktsa car zeus car zeus.com phil candera his great team they're really pleasant people over there that you're going to love working with to sell your vehicle to Used to be the old days you had to go to a car dealership or you had to try to sell it on the Internet. No, man, it's crazy. But not anymore. Not with Car Zeus around. You log on. You fill out a little form. And you can do it on your phone. It takes no time, a couple of minutes. It's just a description of your vehicle. They send you a free, no-obligation offer on your vehicle. And this is well thought out. They have uh, metrics and all that kind of stuff that they you know, and it comes up with, okay, this is what that car's value is. And, uh, and then they send that right back to you. And it's all, you know, transparent above board. You can take a look at it. And you can just try to decide, what do I want to do? How do I want to do this? When do I want to move forward? Whatever. And it's all at your pace. They have nothing to sell you. So there's no reason for them to hassle you and try to sell you something. They have nothing to sell. So you just do it when you want to. And that could be today, by the way. If you're ready to sell, they're ready to pay you for it. CarZeus.com. Log on today. Dave Ramsey sent you. Today's Pledge of Allegiance, powered by Stevens Roofing. Okay, Darnell, go for it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, and God save our republic. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Despite slippage on the final trading day of July, the major stock indexes managed their sixth straight month of overall gains. Yeah, another one from MTV's Video Days. Uh-huh. Get your money for nothing and your chicks for free. Yeah, that ain't working. All right, uh, got to go to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline now because Carl Eggers, CreatingRicherLives.com, is joining me here on KTSA to talk about the Money Monday stuff. So what is the Money Monday stuff this week, Carl? What's big? Well, jobs, jobs, jobs. You know, we've got a big jobs report on Friday, and everybody's watching that because, you know, we've been talking about for months, <laughs> seems like, on, on this show about the number of jobs that are available but yet they're not being filled. And so we have all these service problems. And so what's, what's really happening is you're starting to see employers say, you know what, I need to raise our wages to entice people to get off the couch and come work at these places. And if that happens and it's sticky enough, then you start to get real permanent inflation that's higher than we want. And so that's what we're watching for is what do these jobs numbers do the next few months as some of the you know, the extra unemployment uh, coming off, what does that do to the service industry, whether it's 
uh, waiters or, or, or truck drivers. I mean, every, everything has a slowdown right now, and a lot of it is due to uh, the wage situation and the, the employer situation. And so that's going to come up Friday. And, again, if we see a continual pattern here and people coming back into the job market pretty heavy, um, you could see the wages start to go up faster. And, again, if, if wages go up faster, then that's consumers having more money in their pocket, which leads to them spending more, which leads ultimately to inflation. So that's kind of the main thing. Last week was obviously all the tech earnings. All the tech companies came out, and a lot of them said that their revenue growth in the next quarter may slow a little bit. So we're also watching how much of the demand for technology stuff, we'll call it computers and, and uh, all types of laptops, you know, how much of that was pulled forward from the pandemic. And now a lot of people have their new computers. They have their new webcams. They have all their microphones. Do they, do they need to continue to buy those things? And that's a concern going forward for some of those companies. You know, a couple of thoughts on the on the wage and labor issue. They've in, they've imported a bunch of cheap labor, and they're continuing to do so. We're talking about a couple of million of uh, cheap labor is now in our workforce that was not here this time last year. So that may temper the uh, rise in wages some somewhat. I wonder too sometimes, Carl, if the economy the the bounce back is being held back even more so. Because of supply change, you just mentioned, um, you know, tech. We've had the semiconductor chip shortage. We know that's affected new car sales and will continue to do so for quite some time. But it's also affecting, uh, we're talking about supply side when you go to the grocery store. We see a lot of holes in the shelves that never had holes before. Whereas if everything was full and we we're back to 100%, the economy would be even stronger than what it is. Well, there's no doubt. And the economy is slowing. I mean, that that is clear. Again, it's not going backwards. It's not. That's not bad. It's just the growth of it is slowing. And I think you're right. There's certain things that if you, do, if you can't get them right away, yeah. you're just not going to get them. I had my office right. painted over the weekend, and a certain paint that I wanted is not available. And it's not, wasn't the color. It was the type of paint wasn't available. And the one that was, the painter had to go to Austin to get it. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's exactly so right. The things are big issues. Right. I mean, this is all major supply issues. If it's not there, you can't buy it. Where in Ryan?